Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back with Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach, along with Tony Calagiri and Joseph Beamer. What do we got today? Lots uh, to talk about. Trump versus Biden. How is that looking now? It is uh, tax day. A tax day today. And uh, how many of you waited till the last minute, which is three months later than it usually is due, uh, and you didn't take advantage of the early filing? You just uh, finishing it, putting the stamp on it, and getting to the post office today. Uh, what about Philadelphia? Philadelphia says uh, in Pennsylvania there will be no large events until February. So that means uh, no attendance at the um, – uh, no no people sitting in the seats. At the football games, at the basketball games, and that's that. Uh, and uh, would that be something that we should, we should look at? Keep in mind in an interview today with a, a Canadian lawyer – uh, she says it's not official, but it's her feeling, and the uh, the general conversation is that the borders uh, between U.S. and Canada is going to stay closed uh, until the end of the year. I happen to know one woman who is stuck in Canada. I mean, I like Canada. She likes it too, but she's just a little bit more than a, a newlywed, and, and she owns a house in Canada, and she and her husband built a house in Lockport, and she's stuck in Canada. They can't get together. They are in separate countries. Now, I, I don't know. Would you would you learn how to do the breaststroke and hop in the river? What do you think? What would you guys do? <laughs> yeah, I the mean, breaststroke. <laughs> yeah, would, is that what you do? I mean, learn to uh, go across there. Uh, it just seems to me that there should be some accommodation for something like that. She owns the house uh, in uh, Niagara-on-the-Lake, actually very nice. Um, and she should be able to come back. I, I don't see why not. Let's go to a line four, and that would be John on a cell phone. John, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, John. Uh, what's going on today? Well, I want to question your last caller who said that if AOC were selected as the vice presidential candidate, I don't think she's eligible for my understanding that even a vice presidential candidate has to be 35 years of age, and she isn't. Oh, you think she's too young, huh? All right, we could check that out. That's, uh, I'm, sure that's, uh, I'm sure that's the case. I did look that up before. Uh, I don't know if that would be an exception. If she could run, if something were to happen to Biden, that it would automatically then proceed to the Speaker of the House or whatever. Oh, man, think about that. Yeah, well, I, in that case, I'm, I would be glad that she would not, uh, uh, she would not be uh, subject to it. Uh, I think that anybody that's strong, 
would be detrimental to Biden. But the people that he's talking about, he first of all, he narrowed himself into a corner by saying it would be a woman. Then he said it would be a black woman. I mean, he's he's cutting down on the numbers that he can choose from. Now, that's absolutely right. He's committed himself, and if he changes his mind, it's just going to be an indication that he can't keep his word. That's true, and that he didn't have the good thought process in the beginning. Uh, if he wants a woman, there are certainly plenty of qualified women out there that could do it, and pr- plenty of good uh, potential people that if anything happened to Biden, uh, uh, they could be moved up. Uh, but trying to keep it at a level where he doesn't want them to blow him off the map, uh, and they have to have some uh, some uh, some qualities that he hasn't been able to find yet because he's waiting until the last minute. He could actually take some of the heat off of himself if he had one because uh, they could be holding their up their part of the ticket too. But it's just him. And yesterday he's speaking to an open uh, forum. Nobody was there, basically, while the president's fielding tough question after tough question. I think the people will see through that. Yeah, I think it was the yesterday or the day before uh, – uh, an African-American woman was brought up as a potential candidate, and I looked, and I've never heard her before in my life. Uh, do you know who that was? No. Um, an absolute nobody, um, you know, with a, how can I say, a checkered past, uh, you know, who was supporting a lot of the, uh, how can I say, the, the nasty things that are going on in the streets. With the left wing, left wing stuff. Yeah, maybe he, maybe he'd be better off getting the mayor of Seattle as his running mate, and just make it a total farce. Well, I believe if he picks anyone who has been supportive of what's going on, that he's dead in the water. Because I believe that people are beginning to see the potential for lawlessness. Uh, the removal of our Second Amendment rights, you know, as happened in Missouri now with that couple who've had their, uh, uh, who've been charged and their weapons were taken by the uh, police. If that, if that, if they are indicted, they haven't been indicted yet, but if they are, uh, I would hope that this thing would uh, be seen and heard all the way up to the Supreme Court. They did absolutely nothing illegal. And in fact, you know, the laws are state laws. And I did, I did see a, uh, a lawyer uh, from the state, from the same state, say it's absolutely illegal. They did not do anything wrong with those firearms. And now there's a picture of somebody on the right-hand side, which we did not see in the original photos. They're on the right-hand side uh, with a rifle barrel leveled at the woman. Uh, so if that's the case, that's a fait accompli. Oh. Uh, but to come and get their gun... Uh, come and get the AR was just absolutely illegal. Right. And the pistol was turned over to the family attorney. And it's interesting that the attorney that is trying to prosecute them is up for election. And I think that she just may have, excuse the expression, shot her own self in the foot by doing Yeah, because we found out that 75% of the money for her campaign has come from George Soros. That that broke a couple of days ago. Now, Soros apparently is funding uh, a lot of uh, DAs. Because think about it, DAs can make unilateral decisions. They can uh, they can charge or not charge. They don't have to run it through Congress. They don't have to 
run it through the mayor or anything else. So he's, he's uh, financing them, uh, those who think like he does, because they can make outrageous uh, challenges. Now, how successful they'll be in court, I don't know. Well, let's hope the courts would shoot them right down. Because believe me, what those people did defending their lives in their home was perfectly legal. I'm not a lawyer, but I'd, I'd stake anything you want on that one. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBEN. Dave, you're on WBEN. Morning, Sandy. Uh, I just want to chime in a little bit about the you're talking about a coin shortage. I used to work with a guy years ago. He said he never spent a penny. If something cost 97 cents, he kept the three cents. And then he put it in a footlocker. And then he started to roll them all. And he had to be probably about 60, so probably for his, pretty much his whole life. And I asked him, I said, what are you going to do with all them pennies? I said, what happens if you die? He said, it's not my problem then. Wow. Yeah. So he he never had them rolled? Uh, he didn't know how much he had or anything like that? After he had time, he he, rolled, he kept rolling them and rolling them, and then he put them in, and he had them in a footlocker in rolls. So, so a lot of them had to be probably valuable coin, valuable pennies. And they were- Oh, yeah, sure. Just uh, just happened to – there are people that look at every penny they ever get looking for something valuable. I, I, I had an interest in coins at one time. It's fascinating. It's, an, it's, a, it's a good hobby. But his whole life he kept them, huh? Good. Yes. And then uh, my kids, they would always take all their change, like you said, and they would take it like to Walmart. You get like nine cents, seven or nine cents on a dollar they'd be charged to put them in one of the machines. And I told them the smartest thing to do is go purchase something and pay everything with your coins. Walk up to one of the automatic, you know, when you go pay, pay on your own. You walk right. up to one of them. I did it with a windshield wiper one time. I paid 20-some dollars. Hey, if people are behind me, that's their problem. I paid 20-some dollars with all coins. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, hey, thanks for the story. Appreciate it. Imagine a rolling a rolling coins can be fun. You know when? On a rainy day. Uh, you have a cup of coffee there. You got the, the wrappers over here and the coins, your big, big pile of coins. And then you start rolling a little bit at a time, listening to some good music maybe. And that's a good good way to do it. Is that the way you did it, Tony? Let kids let you roll? Did they help you roll? No, this time I did it by myself. Again, it was so hot. It wasn't, you know, we weren't going to go outside and do anything. And I was just bored uh, messing around in my room. I was like, eh, you know what? I got a few wrappers. Let's wrap up some coins. All right. Let's, uh, yeah, we got time. Let's go to line five. Kevin in East Aurora. Kevin, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. How you doing? I'm doing fine, Kevin. What's on your mind today? Well, uh, I got a question. Yesterday, you had a lady call in from Canada that said you can't drive from the United States to Canada, but you can fly from the United States to Canada. So if that's the case, how come the couple that's in Blackport has been separated for six months, how come she doesn't just fly to the United States or him fly to Canada? I don't know if, if she would have to pass some kind of customs. She'd have to go through U.S. Customs. And if the border is closed, it's closed, whether you're flying or, or driving. Uh, she said uh, that she's been trying to get out of there for, uh, what was, how long was it? Five, five months? Around five or six months and hasn't been able to. And you know what? A lot of people own, uh, she, she owns a house in Niagara-on-the-Lake, but a lot of people have cottages in Fort Erie and whatever, and I assume it's affecting all of them. 
Right. I got a good friend of mine, too, that has a cottage over there and can't get over there to do any work. But if the lady yesterday said you can fly in and out, but you can't drive in and out, then I don't understand why one or the other doesn't fly to the other. And then what better could be you're being quarantined for 14 days if you're newlyweds? Well, you know what? I'll uh, I'll have our morning team check with the, the lawyer that they talk about with immigration and uh, see what, what she has to say about it, because you're bringing up a good point. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you very much. All righty. Uh, let's go with a couple of Facebooks, if we could, please. All right. Let's do that. We will start talking Trump and Biden. It's a hot one on Facebook as well. Donna says, this one has to be Trump all the way. I try to take my bias out of it. I just don't see how when people finally go to the polls, they will think of everything Joe Biden has done or not done in D.C., Top that with how he can't complete a sentence, can't complete a thought, and is nowhere to be seen. I had the same feeling in 2016, and I think it'll happen again in 2020. Yeah, I don't know how, even if, if you're a rational person uh, and you're not a, uh, you know, you're not a, a crazed political, uh, how you could choose Biden over Trump, I really don't know. I, I don't see what he has to offer that uh, Trump doesn't have. Not everybody likes his style. Uh, Trump is very effective. But keep in mind where that style came from. Uh, He was operating in the biggest city in the U.S., New York. He's a developer. You know how much developing goes on there. I'm sure as a developer, he had to deal a lot with politicians to get permits to do this and put a group together to do that. And uh, he relies not only on the, the... the merit of what he's trying to do, but the style in which he does it. Uh, he is flamboyant. He's, he's much like if you uh, used to see the old gamblers on the Mississippi. He reminds me of that. Uh, very efficient at what he does. Uh, uh, very off the cuff from time, uh, time from time. And uh, not the usual businessman type that we get as president of the United States. So that, he's got that going. But he's very effective. As the lowest uh, lowest unemployment rate for minorities in the history of the country, we were literally at full employment before this thing hit. So he can get things done. He's good at uh, doing that. And but the politicians hate him because he's a different kind of cat. He's not them, and they don't like that. And uh, remember what he ran on—that he was going to clean the swamp, uh, dry, uh, just uh, clear it right out. And they looked in the mirror and found out that they were the swamp. So if you're going to clear clear the swamp, you're clearing them, and they knew that. Uh, he's not one of them. He doesn't owe favors to the people they owe favors to, and that's the way it is. And I think that's part of the reason why um, when he first got in there and the appointments he made, a lot of them uh, fell apart simply because they weren't members of the swamp either, but they couldn't handle uh, handle the life in the swamp when he is very adaptable. Uh, so I think the president, uh, hands uh, hands uh, hands away, no question, is a, a formidable guy to have as your boss. But at the end of the day, you get things done, you get things accomplished. And by the way, I heard uh, I heard this morning, uh, I, I heard a boast that I can clean up. But guess who said this now? I can clean up New York in one month if you give me uh, certain cops, and in one month New York will be clean. Okay, guys, 
Tell me again. I'll give you a chance to guess who it was. Rudy Giuliani. Oh, you win the prize. I don't have a prize to give you, but you win. Yeah, Giuliani said he he could do it in a month. Dan Bongino did a segment once on and talking about you know how Giuliani cleaned up New York and how he would be the guy to bring back. And uh, Bongino is good. He's a rising star at Fox, man. I, uh, you see him on all the time now on all the various shows. And having the background that he has of, of uh, law enforcement, it's good to hear, hear a guy who's not going to be playing the political game. Military, law enforcement, and Secret Service, I believe. Yeah, and, and he looks like that. You know yeah. what I mean? He looks like a guy you wouldn't mess with, and he looks like a guy who knows how to do his job. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236, star 930. We're asking Trump versus Biden. How's it looking now? Also, it's tax day today. You got any uh, good tax stories for us? Did you uh, already fill yours out and send it in? Let's hope so. But you have, I guess, till midnight tonight to get it in the mail. You know what's funny, well, Sandy, what? is if you were to get a buy, if we were to have a Biden supporter call in, they couldn't le- le- couldn't list one positive reason to vote for Joe Biden. The only thing that they have is orange man bad vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, and uh, Biden. It's funny because while this is going on, uh, his son's deal through him uh, with Iran on the oil company is on hold. You mean Ukraine? Uh, uh, Ukraine, I'm sorry. On hold. And then uh, him trying to get the prosecutor fired uh, for prosecuting his son. And then him uh, being the official hair enjoyer in in Washington, (laughs) D.C. Would he be the sniffer in chief? He'd be the sniffer in chief. That would be a good... Like a bloodhound. Yeah, he's one of those touchy-feely, he's like a human hair tester. Mr. Groper. Uh, Yeah, a groper, hair tester, and all that. So those have all been put on hold while this campaign is going on. Yeah, meanwhile, nobody's also talking about uh, the uh, pedophile ring going on, uh, you know, Epstein. Epstein, Not talking about Hillary Clinton having to testify. I don't know when that's coming up. Let me tell you something. When she talks, and she will, there's going to be a lot of people in big trouble. Uh, and late, we found out that uh, more people were on that uh, on that plane than the capacity to put people on that plane. <laughs> a lot of well-known people flying back and forth with Jeffrey Epstein. Let's take a break and return on News Radio 930. This is WBN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Let me move this over there. When you're remote from your home, you have to be very precise 
because when you look down at a certain place, there's supposed to be information there to make you sound like you know what you're talking about. Uh, it is Beach and Company. We're talking about Trump versus Biden. How is that looking? I don't know. Right now, it's Trump versus a mystery guy because he hasn't uh, shown up in public very much. Uh, when he's out of the basement of his home, uh, yesterday he was at an empty hall. He's talking to an empty hall while the president was talking to uh, the reporters. And you know how tough they are. So that's what it's looking at. I want him to get mano at mano. I would like to see him uh, throw some verbal punches and uh, get debating. I want to see what's going on there. Also, it's tax day. I hope you uh, filed your taxes already. Fill them out and send them in. And uh, let me see. Philadelphia says we will have no more large events. Uh, until February of next year. Whoa. And I'm thinking, is that something they could talk about for New York? Remember, New York only has one football team in the NFL, and that's us. The other two do not play in New York. They're called New York, but they don't play there. Uh, and so that's the only one it would affect uh, outside of hockey and basketball, things like that. Let's go to uh, line one, Fred in New Mexico. Our friend Fred, uh, you're on WBEN. Good morning, good morning. Well, Fred, yesterday when we were talking to you at the beginning of our conversation, uh, your your state was not listed as one that would have to quarantine if you fly in. You said you were going to be coming here, and then suddenly your state got put on the list. So has that changed your plans? It might have. It might do it. Um, uh, my wife and I are going to have to make up our minds. But, you know, that's the, one of the reasons I called is because uh, I, I don't get this King uh, Cuomo business. He makes up these numbers out of thin air. They have no real statistical meaning. Uh, he's, it's, it's, um, it's not valid. In in that let's let's say that he um, sets some number two point two, okay, or whichever whatever that means. Anyway, the state might have that amount of that number of um, of. Uh... Okay, of, of people suffering from it or battling it or recovering from it, I don't know. But what about the fact that all of them could be down in the south and I'm in the north? Yeah, they, they have kind of taken into some consideration the difference in spreading the virus and whatever between New York City and that area. And uh, up in the Adirondacks in that area, and certainly in western New York in this area. But it's like one of those voodoo things. You, you don't know exactly how he came by the number. It seems very arbitrary. And yeah. I, had, I had heard somebody, a lawyer, being interviewed saying, he can't just be making up numbers like that and doing it. I think that he's going to face some legal action. Because keep in mind... Uh, a lot of people are losing a lot of money in re in uh, in places they can't uh, uh, in involve themselves in anymore. Uh, true, and and I hope he does get uh, sued 
and taken to court by many people. Um, this is this just isn't just. Uh, he's taken it too much upon himself, and uh, the heck with the rest of the the uh, state. Well, he's selling a poster. What fifteen bucks is it, Bernie? Yeah, for fifteen dollars on how he, a superhero, fought off <laughs> the virus. I, I mean, that's outrageous. Who the hell would buy one, first of all? You're going to buy one and put it up on your wall? I don't think so. Is this a joke? No, it's not a joke. He's doing it. <laughs> he, has a, he has a poster for sale uh, that shows his, uh, his daughter and her boyfriend. I haven't seen it except on TV. And uh, his mother with her meatballs. I'm sure her meatballs are fine. But what does that have to do with anything that we're trying to get through here in, in New York? And I, I've never heard of anything like that, putting out a, a poster like that. Nor have I. It's just... Uh, I'm sorry you don't like it. I was going to get you one for Christmas. Come, but I'm <laughs> not happy about it because it puts me in a situation where I have to... Um, fill out a sheet of paper where I'm going to be, when I'm going to leave, how long I'm going to stay, uh, a whole bunch of stuff, and um, uh, so they can trace me. I have the poster uh, in my hand on on a an iPad, and there it is. It's got uh, characters. It's got cars on it. It's got people sitting at a desk. It's got an arrow, uh, flames. I mean. Fifteen bucks for this? Well, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I, I would expect a lot more for fifteen bucks than that. And I wonder who's going to get the money for it. One would hope New York State gets it, and it wouldn't be personal. Fat chance. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for my uh, my poster of Nancy Pelosi to come out. I'm saving in pennies. That's why the pennies are all out of circulation now. Oh. Hey, thanks, uh, thanks, Fred. Good to talk to you. Keep the chin up. You'll be able to visit soon. I'm sure. Well, there okay. are people that are fighting Cuomo on his travel ban. I saw something from uh, Rob Ort, and uh, I know he's got Cuomo in his sights and the travel ban. Yeah, I, I heard a lawyer today on television, too, say he can't just make stuff up like this. He uh, doesn't have the authority to do that, so I guess they're going to challenge him. Good, good, good. You see that uh, the states and uh, as using the kids and reopening of school as leverage or as blackmail to get uh, the federal, get federal funding. Well, you told me that uh, uh, one of the, uh, let's see, who was it? Our, our uh, state representative, uh, one of them said that they need more money before they can open up Schumer. the schools. Chuck Schumer. Schumer said it. Chucky Schumer said it. They need more federal money so that they can open schools safely. You notice how they uh -huh. use that word, safely. That means they'll invest in all kinds of things to uh, uh, to have one barrier over there, another barrier over here. All They're going to buy all these things just so they can put them in, in, in separate spaces. It's amazing what's going on now in the name of safety. We'll take a break and return for the final segment on News Radio 930 WBEN. I, I, I'm in uh, the horns of a dilemma. Uh, today I have a medical appointment at Roswell Park, okay? Uh, th I get my uh, dermatology checkup every six months because I've, heard, I've had uh, uh, several opera operations, and they want to see how they're doing. All right. Now, during the derm uh, visit, I become totally naked. 
which is a pretty revolting thought, just thinking about that, except for the fact that I will be standing there totally naked wearing a mask. Now, I'm thinking, what if, what if the luck says that the only part that I have anything wrong is under the mask? So they get a look at, uh, it's like the Grand Prairie. You know, they get a look uh, the, at the whole thing. There's the mountains, there's the prairie. Oh, what is this? An, oh, it must be an island. Yeah, this is, here's an island here, but we can't see his face. Uh, yeah, you think, guys, do you think they're going to ask me to take my mask off so they can see if there's anything under under the mask? They have to. If okay. you're gonna, if you, I mean, you're looking at skin, you have to. You would have to. That the face is one of the primary spots, don't you think? Sure, and you've had uh, spritzes on your forehead and yeah, liquid, uh, liquid nitrogen. They use, uh, they do this Psst, liquid nitrogen, and it really is very effective, and it really works. Okay, I'm going to have to. I'll volunteer to lower the mask. See if they're ready for this. Okay. Now I told you usually what they do. Uh, they're very up to date at Roswell Park with my body. They use a drone. It's a small drone. It's not, you know, a huge outdoor drone. But it's a small drone that they hover over different parts of my body. And sometimes what they, it's a half, half mask. Thank you very much, Bernadette. So they, they, they take the, uh, the uh, little drone and they kind of go over this area. And they have to bring it back and, and uh, reload the, uh, the battery. Recharge it. Recharge <laughs> yes. the battery. Uh, but sometimes it's gotten down as far as my knees, so that's pretty good. That is pretty good. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny to have a mask like Phantom of the Opera underneath the mask. <laughs> <laughs> so they take the mask off and it goes da 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 da. da. I think that would be funny. The ultimate mask story, uh, one of my uh, friends who, she's very healthy. We'll just uh, leave it at that. And she went somewhere recently uh, to deliver something. She says, well, you can't come in. You don't have to mask. She had to take her bra off and use it as a mask. And she said, well, they got a big kick out of it there. Oh, that's funny. That's oh, great. really good. She used a bra instead of a, a mask. Yeah. Yes. Maybe I'll wear I'll wear a bra. I'll borrow one of Bernie's, and I'll, I'll wear that and see if they ask me to remove that too. <laughs> it, it should it should be fine because I'm going to go in with the mask on, and I won't even ask them should I take it off or not. I'll just leave it on until they tell me what to do with the mask. Yeah, I would bet that they would direct you to take it off. I would think they would kind of have to. Uh, Buzzy, do you think they would have to uh, tell me to take the mask off? Well, they, from what I understand, Sandy, no one can tell you to take the mask off. Uh-huh. This is, uh-huh. this is what I've been told. Well, maybe I'll, uh, I'll test them. They're well, as a people. patient, you would want them to. <laughs> I am a patient. I do want them to take the mask off. You know, I'm, but... guessing, I'm guessing medical can now because I'm thinking dentists have to ask you to take your mask off. Well, yeah. of course. What, are they going <laughs> to drill through your mask? No, but I'm just saying if, if Here, they have the power to. a second. To... <laughs> No, no. No, not that again. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, who else would have to? Urologists definitely would have to. I'm, th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just and shaking wear, my head. And wear gloves. Absolutely. <laughs> Shake and bake. And, and wear gloves. 
You yes. have to wear gloves, too. You have I'm to thinking. wear gloves. Do you see what uh, what kids are doing now with uh, being that everybody has to wear a mask? And this is from the New York Post, and I want to thank one of our top fans, Kathy, for posting that teens are dressing up as mask-wearing grandmas to score alcohol. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Joe and I were talking during the breaks. Like, I guarantee you, if I was young and this was going on, I would be doing the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. Now, Joe, you had an event like that happened to you tell us about that. yeah i went to go pick up some wine and uh put my mask on obviously when i walked in and when i got to the register the uh young lady asked for my id and i said do you need me because there's the big shield between you and the the cashier so i just assumed okay this big shield's here do you want me to you know take the mask down so you can see it's actually me in the id picture and she said no no we can't do that that's fine well, I mean, if I had a hat on, I easily could have been Tony. All you can see are my eyes. You can't tell I'm the person in the in the picture. You know what's scary is we all could have been Tony then. <clears throat> That's something we, we, we don't want to really think about, not too much. That's so scary. They, they, gave, they give you the, uh, the liquor? Well, yes, of course. She looked at it real quick, and I uh, picked up our five bottles of wine and uh, made it back five to my apartment. <laughs> It was a good deal, Sandy. I was taking advantage of the sale. Oh, I thought the show was putting too much pressure on you. Five <laughs> bottles of wine? No, I guess not. Now, if it uh, was whiskey, you... then you would be saying, yeah, it's taking its toll. See, what you should do is uh, drill a hole in the mouth section of the mask and put a straw in there. and You can, you, you can test. It's like going to a wine testing. How do you go to a wine tasting? Uh, if you have a mask on. I will answer that. So <laughs> when I went to the run that you told me to do last week, I uh, after the run, they had wine ta- uh, tastings. As part of the run, you got three with your paid registration. So once you got to the bar, you can take the mask off. So once if you are, and it can only be two people at a time at the bar. So once you and the person you went with were at the bar, away from the other people, because everyone else is six feet away, with their mask on, you are allowed to take your mask down and sample the wine. And speaking of being six foot away, uh, imagine this. Uh, I saw a video of it this morning. A woman got into an auto accident, and this very large man came over and helped her. It was Shaquille O'Neal. Wow. wow. Yeah, and uh, keep in mind, he was, I don't know if he still is, a deputy sheriff. That's right. Uh, as, as well as being a fabulous basketball player. I love Shaquille O'Neal. And he's, he's turned into be a great spokesperson. He's yeah. uh, pitching uh, ads for so many different companies. Yep. Yep, like very, uh, Tony the Tiger recently with Kellogg. Yes. That was fantastic. That was right. Yep. He's very good, and he's got a nice personality. Plus, he's the size of a mountain, so it's, it's different. You don't see many guys his size, but... Uh, he was on, um, they made a treehouse for him. Did you ever see that one, Tony? No, I didn't. Master? Yeah, they made one for him. At Treehouse Masters? Yeah, it's an oversized treehouse because he's an oversized guy. He's seven <laughs> foot something. Uh, it, was, it was very good, very well done. Wow. Yep. So I missed uh, that show. <laughs> uh, it's, you know what? They put the shows on at times when you don't know when they're on or where they are. And then next they'll do a, a whole run of the same show. And then you don't see that show again for six months. I mean, it's really hard to keep track of uh, favorite shows, things that you, uh, that you like. All right. Uh, uh, I think Trump versus Biden. I'm looking forward to seeing them go head to head. I don't know if they ever will. They're supposed to be. Uh, they're supposed to be committed to. How many is it? Three? Three. Yeah. Three. They're committed to three. Let's hope that they do it. 
Uh, yeah, my question is, how long are we going to hear before? Well, we're really thinking, you know, for safety here, uh, <laughs> we might be best having both candidates on uh, on different monitors, and yeah, yeah we'll do a Zoom Virtual type debate. Zoom. Meanwhile, Donna Brazil will be feeding Joe Biden the questions well, and answers here, here. here. Oh, no. by the way, in case you don't know, uh, Walmart has uh, announced that masks will be required to shop there, so you must have a mask. Do you ever see the day? When uh, uh, when you would be required to wear a mask into a retail outlet, usually that's the last thing they want. You can go in there and do anything you want. Huh? What good are the cameras? What good are the uh, security cameras if you have to wear a mask? Some well, some gun store put one up. Mask? No, you don't wear a mask coming in here. We no shoot people wearing a mask. Yeah. Well, here's what I want to know. You know, we were we heard all this discussion about the HVAC, right? That was the big thing about getting the malls open. Well, if I have a mask on, shouldn't that stop the the spread? That's supposed to stop the spread. How are the germs? How is the virus still getting to that filter if everyone is adhering to the mask policy? Well, I the mask is for stopping the spread from coming yeah. out of your mind. I think it, I think if you bring the germs in, you should be required to bring them back out with you <laughs> and not share them. All right, that about wraps it up for Beach and Company number 10. See you tomorrow at 9 on Oh, it's number 9 tomorrow at 9 on News Radio 930 WBN. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.